Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. I think anybody probably has has felt this time before, has, has felt like you're lost, like... Um, Everything's against you, like you're broken, uh, and and especially coming out of two years now of a pandemic that seems to finally be uh, winding down. We all are hoping and praying. Uh, probably is probably looking for some support and probably looking for some guidance. Uh, the folks up at Portview United Methodist Church have a new program. They're calling it Harbor of Hope. And as you're hearing this, they will have just had their first meeting of Harbor of Hope and. It's kind of an unusual program, whereas a lot of these kind of church-based programs, they are centered around some particular addiction or some problem, narcotics or alcoholism or depression or grief counseling. Harbor of Hope is combining a lot of different things. I think probably uh, understanding, and we're going to talk to two of the people who are involved uh, in just a moment here, probably understanding that a lot of us have more than one thing going on uh, in our lives that may be causing us some trouble. On the line with us right now is Norma Saputa. She is one of the people who's organizing Harbor of Hope. Uh, Good morning, Norma. Good morning. And I'm all, very glad you invited us to speak about Harbor of Hope. I, I'm glad that you you agreed to. And I also want to introduce uh, Michael Tomchick, uh, or Michael Tomchick. Excuse me. I knew I was going to do that. Tomchick, uh, who is also on the line and is also helping organize uh, these sessions on Wednesday evenings at uh, Portview Church. Uh, good morning, Michael. Good morning, Jason. Thank you again too. For me. Uh, appreciate your time. Uh, Norma, I interrupted you, and I apologize. Uh, you, you were just about to say something about uh, describe describe Harbor of Hope to us. I think maybe is is maybe the place to start. Well, you had mentioned that there's many programs at some churches for people with different addictions. This is not exactly that type of a program. It it um, it is a Bible study. Many people in the programs for people with addictions, such as Um, AA and NA and um, other addictions too, they go by 12 steps and they're finding a higher power. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people years ago, people went to church more and their higher power was sort of built into their childhood. And that's not the case today. Some people really don't have that biblical background. So Harbor of Hope takes you through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous and all the other anonymous programs, but it shows how biblical stories relate to each of those 12 steps. And that's really what it is, is, is a Bible study uh, for people. Um, and you don't have to be in a 12-step program to, to enjoy Harbor of Hope, though. It is also a very basic Bible study program. I, I think that it's very good for uh, a new Christian or even an old Christian that doesn't have a, a good background of all the old Bibles stories and such. I, I'm, I'm curious where the idea for this uh, program evolved from. Uh, we've had a speaker 
come in. One of our previous pastors came in and, and introduced it to us. We spent uh, about three months with um, him and his wife. They came, uh, actually, they're uh, evangelists of the local church mm-hmm. and uh, travel, you know, all around the country, actually, and present these programs. And they introduced it to us, uh, presented it to us, and, you know, like you said, uh, showed us that, you know, there's a lot of uh, broken people in the world, and there's a lot of addictions uh, that comes in many, many forms. It could be the Internet. It could be, you know, uh, food. There are just so many ways. And, uh, you know, they introduced us to us, and and, um, like you said, we are all broken. Uh, I've started into the study, actually looked at some of the material, and I've learned things already, and I've spent a good part of my life in the church. So it's it's very interesting. Um, It's a lot of insight. And uh, the basic message is, of course, our salvation and uh, our higher power being God and, and through uh, Jesus Christ. Well, we're talking with uh, Michael Tomchik and Norma Saputo from the Portuguese United Methodist Church. They have a new program that just started up. As you're hearing this on Sunday morning, it started up on Wednesday. Uh, it's called Harbor of Hope. Um, what's the, is there a telephone number or uh, someplace that people can get more information if they want more information about this? The, the church's uh, phone number is 412-672-7289. Okay. And um, you could speak with the secretary there a little bit about it. But um, it starts, as you said, on Wednesday. And every Wednesday at 6 o'clock, it starts and we will have, start with a meal, a community meal provided by the church. There's child care. Um, for the meal. And uh, even if your children aren't little and need a nursery, there will be someone there for the older children uh, with some activities for them to do. And myself, I think that uh, there would be many children that are older teens that could even enjoy the Harbor of Hope, and it would be a good study for them, for people of all different ages. Um, So we'll have dinner together at 6, and then have the Harbor of Hope study start at 7, and follow that with a worship time. And the the church website is uh, portviewumc.org, view spelled V-U-E. And and one of the things, and the the flyers that uh, you sent out, which is how I found out about this, you mentioned this is not an addiction recovery program. It's not a ministry to people who are or have been addicted. But you also say it's not complicated. <laughs> so uh, it's it's it, we we will try not to overly complicate this for for people. Four one two six seven two seven two eight nine is the church's phone number, and we're talking with Norma Saputa and uh, Michael Tomchik this morning. Uh, Norma, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to ask the exact same question to Michael because sometimes people have different. Uh, uh, opinions on this. How did your church uh, get through the, the COVID-19 pandemic? Because I've talked to a lot of church leaders and a lot of faith leaders um, on this um, program over the last two years, and some people made the transition easily, and some people had a little bit more difficult uh, difficulty. What did Portview uh, United Methodist Church do uh, when the COVID-19 pandemic happened? When the pandemic happened, we already had in place that we already had our Church services on our Sunday church service was already on Facebook Mm -hmm. and we had a Facebook page for our church and that that helped a lot to keep us together. Um, We had a a group of people uh, who we called our care team that occasionally telephoned people that belonged to the church just to keep in touch with them. 
uh, remind them if they had prayer requests or any needs. So we were still there for them, even though it was by just by telephone or just by Facebook, that we were there for them. And then as soon as we were able to start bringing people into the church, we did provide masks and check temperatures and those things like that in the beginning uh, to make people feel safe because some people really were uh, in need of that coming into the building. You know, for some people, that's very important, uh, the coming into the building and seeing other people. So we really did pretty well, I can, I think, compared to some churches through the pandemic time. And uh, we're still not back to where it was uh, with as many people in church as we had before, but uh, they're coming back gradually. We're, we're opening up our, our youth group has met. Uh, they met on Zoom uh, during the time of pandemic. They meet in the church now. Our youth group does. Our Sunday school for children and adults is back into operation. Um, our preschool, we have a preschool that people, uh, you know, for during the week for three and four-year-olds, that uh, was uh, those children were there as long as public schools were there. Those children were there at preschool with the masking and the teachers wearing the face shields and such. But um, we've really tried to keep it together and be able to keep in touch with all the parishioners during this time. A lot of people do want to have that. It's one of the reasons why people join a faith community, whether they're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist. You know, they want to be with other people. How was it with the, the pandemic, Michael? Yes, it was. Uh, it was a struggle, to be honest. You know, and it was uh... – you know, a lot of changes, uh, social distancing. We had, uh, like every other pew was closed, you know, to, to keep separation. The choir was kind of shut down temporarily. Um, it, it, it was a struggle. Um, and it, it is great to see, you know, attendance coming back up, people coming back in, feeling comfortable. Like you say, the fellowship through the difficult times is so important. And uh, whatever whatever interaction we can, we can get, we were glad to have. And, uh, you know, that's that's the life of the church. That's the faith of the church. And that's kind of the responsibility of the church is to maintain those, those relationships in any in any form we can, whether it's by phone, Zoom, Facebook. So, uh, you know, we we were able to maintain that with our core group. And, uh, you know, it's good to see everybody starting to come back now and uh, things kind of relaxing and picking back up. We're talking with Michael Tomchik and Norma Saputo from uh, Portview United Methodist Church. They have a new program that's starting up on Wednesday nights. This past Wednesday was the very first one. It's called Harbor of Hope, and they uh, start off with a community meal at 6 o'clock. Uh, activities for kids uh, begin at 6.30, so if you have small children and they need to burn off some steam, there is daycare available. Um, and and it, is, it, is, it is kind of... Well, we're going to get more into this in just a moment or two. Uh, it's 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 kind of modeled after the twelve step programs, but it's not a program for addiction. It's a program for anybody uh, who is struggling with whatever it is in life. And, and I think we all probably have have struggled with uh, problems, whether it's anger, depression, uh, alcoholism, uh, not liking our job, having trouble with our spouse, having trouble with whatever. Um, and it's also going to be a Bible study program as well. Uh, you can find out more information by going to portviewumc.org if you'd like to uh, participate or find out more or get directions to the church. Uh, or you can call them at 412 Uh, We have a 30-second break coming up. Uh, When we come back, I want to ask you both about your own personal uh, stories uh, with uh, Portview United Methodist Church and then get a little bit more into how Harbor of Hope 
is going to work, okay? Okay, thank you. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, and Tube City Online Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 412-678-6191. Welcome back. Our guests this morning, Norma Saputo and Michael Tomchik from Portview United Methodist Church. We're talking about how their churches coped with the COVID-19 pandemic and also talking about their new program called Harbor of Hope, which is meeting on Wednesday evenings at the church. Child care uh, is available for that program, portviewumc.org, or you can call them at 412-672-7289. Uh, Norma, let me ask, um, my uh, father-in-law is a lifelong Methodist. Uh, were you born and raised in a, in a Methodist church, and were you born and raised in Portview Church? Actually, I was born and raised in Glassport United Methodist Church. Okay. Uh, that's where I went as a child. And then uh, there, I do have to say that there was some time after I was married and had children that I was Catholic for a while. And then um, I came back to the United Methodist Church and came to Port. I live in Portview mm-hmm. now, so that's why I came to. Well, really, the reason I came to Portview United Methodist Church was because I worked full time and I worked at night, the 11 to 7. And Portview United Methodist Church has an 8.30 service. So in order for a person that works the 11 to 7 shift to go to a church service at 11 o'clock in the morning is really hard because you end up falling asleep during church. (laughs) So that 8.30 service is what really brought me to the Portview United Methodist Church because I could go to church at the right time of day. Um, for me, uh-huh. uh, not to say that I didn't ever fall asleep in a pew. <laughs> I I did um, at times. I'm sure that I fall fall asleep on a, in a pew after working all night. But that's what brought me to this church, and um, so I I didn't really become really active in the church though until about. I left that night turn job about 20 years ago. And then I started to be more active in church because um, I got a nine to five Monday through Friday job. Mm-hmm. And that does help you to be able to be active. But it, the church still has the 830 service. It's very important. It's one of the things that's always on my heart is the church reaching out to people that work three to 11, people that work 11 to seven, because that, um, you know, when I, in my younger years, that's what I got, you know, everybody didn't get to nine to five Monday through Friday. And the, that time of day is important to be able to meet people. And like this Harbor of Hope um, will be in the evening. So, you know, some people would like something more than just Sundays because maybe they have to work every weekend. So this might fit in for those people, too. It's not exactly a church service. It's something mm-hmm. different, but it's still a connection to the church. Uh, Michael, same question. Did you grow up uh, in the church and did you grow up in the in the Portview United Methodist Church? Grew, yes, grew up in uh, the first part of that. Grew up in different churches, mm-hmm. um, attended a few churches around the area, um, came to Portview and actually was in the youth group there, which was, oh, about 50 years ago. <laughs> 
And uh, then uh, married, got married, uh, went to a different church for a little while. And then when we started our family, uh, my loving aunt came to me, put her finger up under my nose and said, those children need to be in church. So we started reattending Fort Bugh United Methodist Church. God bless her. I love her. <laughs> so that's been since, uh, you know, since about, so it's probably been 40 years or so that we've been back in the United Methodist Church at Fort Bugh. Well, we're talking with Michael Tomchik and, and Norma Saputo of Fort Bugh United Methodist Church. I, I'm going to ask this question first for Michael, but it's actually something that Norma said that kind of triggered this bell for me, so to speak. And that is that um, some people may not have a, a, a Bible background, but some people may not have a, a have a church background. And, and I, we had the pastor from the Lutheran Church in North for Sales on uh, several weeks ago. And, and one of the things I asked her was, how do you welcome someone who maybe has never set foot inside a church except for, for a wedding or for a funeral? I'll, I'll ask you that, uh, Michael. How, how do you welcome people when they visit for the first time? And every church is a little bit different, you know? Yes, for sure, for sure. And uh, part of our training and uh, our lead-up education to this program has been um, being sensitive to that and, uh, you know, knowing that, People, so, you know, that, that's the case. And, uh, and we are going to be beginning with a, uh, a basic Bible study. That is what this is, you know, going starting out in, in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve, uh, original sin. And uh, actually our meetings are going to be in different rooms, um, you know, and sensitive to, you know, some people may have not been in a sanctuary. So our meetings are going to begin in our fellowship hall. We will break up into groups, uh, into some of the different uh, rooms in our building. Uh, and then, uh, you know, for the worship and praise time and prayer time, we are going to have a prayer time, too, for special needs prayer if, if somebody is uh, feeling the need. That will move into the sanctuary and, uh, you know, certainly going to be aware of that, uh, are conscious of it, and uh, we'll be there and available to try to help in any way that we can to uh, to make people comfortable. Yeah, and Norma, let me ask you a question, and this is a little bit this is a little bit personal. But have, have you had the experience? And I, I bring this up because I have had the experience of, of talking to someone and encouraging them to come to church with you on a Sunday or come to some church event on a on a weekend or an evening, and they kind of turn their nose up or they kind of say, "No, I'm I'm not a church person." Uh, have, have you encountered that? And how have you uh, how do you handle that when it happens? Yes, it is something that probably everybody that talks to other people about going to their church encounters at some time or other. <clears throat> I try not to push the subject. Uh, you're, you're planting a seed, letting them know. One of the things that our church does is a lot of outreach to the community that's not coming to church. Uh, we, have the, we have a huge food pantry. We have over 70 families in our food pantry. We have a preschool that has, um, I think, almost 40 children. They, all their families don't come to our church. Mm -hmm. Besides that, um, in April, we have coming up a church um, uh, vendor fair where a lot of people will be coming into the church. And, uh, we, and you can tell when these people from the community come into church, the church members try to be very friendly uh, with the community people that come in. And um, so our, our church is active in more than just Sunday morning. That's, I think, is a very big part of reaching the community. 
you know, and, and things like this Harbor of Hope. And then another thing in April, we'll be having a lasagna dinner toward the end of April. It's very important for the people of the church to be friendly with those people that are of the community so that we can welcome them into our church slowly. They don't have to come to a Sunday service to feel welcome in our church. They can come to all the other things that we have going on. In the summertime, um, we hadn't had it last two years, but we have a program called Shine that is for the community children. And this is usually outdoors at the, uh, near the municipal building. There's a small park in Port View. And uh, so we have this program called Shine there that's for children. Also, our church is always active in Port View days, they have a fall festival in our church and our Sunday school group and youth group are always active with that. Uh, we try to be as active in the community as we can so that people know us and feel comfortable with us. And, and I think that's how I've met uh, your pastor there at um, Port View United Methodist Church because she has come to a couple of different events I've been to, including they did the dedication for the uh, the bark park, the dog park. And I, I think yes. she I think she uh, led the invocation over that. We have one more 30-second break to take. When we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more about this Harbor of Hope program, what people can expect when they get there. Because, again, I think this is one of those things that if you haven't been someplace before, you can be a little bit Trepid, you know, a little bit of trepidation about, well, what's going to happen when I walk in there? Is everybody going to look at me? Is everybody going to – so I want to ask you a little bit more about how this works, okay? Okay. Uh, Norma Saputo and Michael Tomchik are our guests for a few more minutes. They are with Portview United Methodist Church. The Harbor of Hope program uh, is held on Wednesday nights. Um, there is a community dinner at 6 o'clock and then there is child care available as well. If you have children that need child care, uh, there are activities for both adults and kids. It is not an addiction recovery program. It's not a church ministry per se, but it is meant to be a support uh, group that can help people work through problems and can read the Bible also and try to apply uh, Bible lessons to their everyday life. Portviewumc.org or you can call the church at 412-672-7289. Broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. Are you aware that currently 20% of veterans, regardless of era served, suffer from PTSD alone, and an average of 20 veterans commit suicide daily? So if you're a veteran suffering with these issues and need to talk, call Operation Vet Now or OVN at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or visit opvetnow.com. Dot org. Back for a final few minutes with Norma Saputo and uh, Michael Tomchik from the Portview United Methodist Church. It dawned on me uh, we were uh, talking off off the air there for a moment that I haven't given the address of the church. It's at 1565 Washington Boulevard there in Portview, which is right near the uh, South Allegheny Elementary School. So if you know where the South Allegheny Elementary School is, um, it is right there on Washington Boulevard. It's the main street through Portview. Uh, hard to miss. 412-672-7289 is the telephone number. But the church... Uh, website is portviewumc.org or uh, it's at 1565 Washington Boulevard. Uh, off the air, Michael, you mentioned that this is this program is a 24-week program, so it's not open-ended. It's It started this past week as people are hearing this, but um, you're going to be it, – it, it is using the 12 steps that people are used to from addiction recovery programs, correct? It, it de- yes, it definitely parallels that. Um, it's similar to that. It uh, has uh, a lot of the uh, – 
material that's that's similar to that, but uh, we uh, do emphasize, you know, our higher power has been God and Jesus Christ, and uh, we we um, other than that, you know, it's, it it does kind of parallel, but it, it will be like you said, a twenty four week program, um, Bible study, uh, daily devotionals, daily Bible reading are included, and uh, then we will discuss. You know, discussions on Bible or readings from the past week. But this is not a pro- this is not a program to convert people to become Methodist. No. So if they're Presbyterian, no. Catholic, whatever, this this program is open to them. All are welcome. Yes, okay. we are all, and uh, we are all broken, like you said earlier. We uh, we just uh, leading towards uh, you know recovery and uh, fellowship. Hopefully, can help uh, you know to to help people to you know, get a closer relationship with God. Is there a cost? Is there, is there any cost to this program? How, how are you supporting, for instance, the, the community dinners, for instance? We have already received uh, some, some donations. Um, we will probably receive, we will receive a free will offering. Okay. If you can give, give. If you cannot, there's no charge. Um, so, so it's not no, a fundraising. Not a charge. It's not a fundraising thing either then. No. Cer- okay. Certainly not, no. It, it sounds like there might be some logistics to pull off. How many um, volunteers involved at the church are, are helping out with this? Oh, I have no idea. I know there's more than 15 okay. volunteers because people have to be there to cook the meal. Yep. People are in charge of the worship service afterwards. We have uh, four facilitators. Uh, a facilitator is not a teacher mm-hmm. of a class, but just to keep the conversation going. And something else I wanted to mention about the cost when Tom, when uh, Mike was talking, um, each person that is in this and comes to our meetings will receive a Harbor of Hope workbook. Okay. And there is a Bible that goes with this. Many people may already have this Bible. It's by Tilsdale Publishing, but it's called the Life Recovery Bible. And it's an important part of the program because it has the devotionals that line up the Bible studies with the 12 steps. And so it's important for them to have this Bible. We will provide the workbooks and the devotionals. If people wanted to give a donation, they're welcome to give a donation as any church would, but our church already uh, has had uh, donations to be able to give people these Bibles and the work. We're running short on time, but but I'll ask you first, Norma, and, and Michael, if you want to jump in, please do. Uh, you, you mentioned that a, a former pastor at Portview United Methodist came and taught this program. Did you go through the 24-week program yourself? Uh, we did not go through the program ourselves. He okay. explained to us how it, how it worked. Uh, some of the people that are involved in this are in other 12-step programs, okay. too. But as I it's not a 12-step right. program. We're trying to make sure that people understand that it's, it's for everyone, um, whether you want to be in a 12-step program or not. Because the 12 steps is a very old concept mm-hmm. and was actually based on biblical principles. Mm-hmm. And so, so this will be a new. You, you will be experiencing this. So the people at Portview United Methodist will be experiencing this for the first time, just as any visitors are experiencing it. So it will be a new experience for everyone. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes, we'll, we'll be studying together, and like I said, I've already reviewed some of the material, and I've already learned a lot. What are you looking for? Uh, what are you looking forward to, uh, Michael? I, I, I love you know relationship with people, um, getting to know more people. Uh, getting to share life's experiences. Uh, it's always uh, a learning experience to, to see where people are coming from, uh, their insights, their uh, 
take on life, you know, what, what they've learned and, uh, you know, always open to try to uh, share life experiences. Well, you had mentioned the COVID and everything's shutting down before. I'm looking forward to restart of small group um, studies and that this will flourish in our church again, because I feel that, that small group studies are the most important part of the church is what I feel. Well, it, it sounds like a, a really valuable experience is going to be for everybody. It is called Harbor of Hope. It is at the Portview United Methodist Church. That's at 1565 Washington Boulevard in Portview. Child care will be available. It starts every Wednesday. It's a 24-week program. There, As you're hearing this, there are 23 weeks uh, still to go. So uh, it's right at the very beginning. starts at 6 o'clock each Wednesday night and then breaking off into uh, group discussion activities for kids and activities for adults at 630 you can find out more information by going to portviewumc.org or calling the church at 412-672-7289. Uh, Norma Saputa, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Oh, thank you, Jason. And, and Michael Tomchik also on the line. Thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us as well. Thank you, Jason. Greatly appreciate it. God and, bless. And thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.